Oh my God, Lori Kilmartin. Yes. The what? things you cannot speak of. Uh, <laughs> this show is the Jackie and Lori show and I'm Jackie Cation and you're Lori Kilmartin, but you uh, got to do a, sta- a cool stand-up thing today. That was yes. about stand-up. Yes. So we're kind of introducing our show. I think all the Max Fun shows are just sort of like, we're, we're going to go out to different members of the Max Fun audience that don't know about us or have, uh, you know, uh, ignored us. Well, how dare you? <laughs> um, so we're both uh, stand-up comics, and uh, we've been doing. We were almost exactly the same age. We're four days apart. We've had interesting parallels in our career, and interesting not parallels. And we we both are still doing stand-up, and we refuse to stop, even though the industry <laughs> seems to want us to stop. Uh, <laughs> right. The consensus: uh, we're well kept <laughs> secrets. We're well kept secrets <laughs> nationally. Yes. Please get the word out about us. That's what yes. we're asking. So we basically, we talk about comedy. We started this a while ago, like five years ago, I think, because uh, we hardly, six, hardly saw women our age um, being guests on comedy podcasts, right? It also, it always like, was like the, if they had a woman on, it was the young, hot, upcoming female. And it's like, hey, sorry, we're not hot anymore, but we're still, we're actually funnier because we've been doing it longer. Right. It turns out it's a learned skill, stand-up comedy. And we talk about that too, the skill of it and the, and yes. the points. And there's, there's a certain, we, we both like it. We still both love it. Love and it. so we do it a lot. And we talk about the joke writing process and we talk about the booking process and we talk about the jackasses around us and the glorious people around us <laughs> and sort of, and the and the awesome comics that we get to see just coming up as you know around us and the ones that have been doing it as long as us and the ones that have went crazy and the ones that <laughs> oh yes sometimes we can't name names that's unfortunate oh my and god we have to, we have to write it down in the chat who doesn't and, uh, want to keep get working to know. You don't get to know. <laughs> you and, can guess, and we yeah. give you clues. Oh, yeah. All right. yeah. oh. that guy. That guy's that still nuts. For? That guy's oh, still like nuts. Him. Yeah, yeah he well, him. it's the thing is super nice in real life, gets on stage, and then could not be weirder. Uh like and when I say weird, we're talking mean, misogynistic, and weird. <laughs> that's okay, that's so we, weird to me. Is misogyny guys, and ass jackassery. Yes. And guys, new listeners, we have these kind of cryptic conversations all the time that will infuriate you because you won't know who we're talking about. So why would you want to miss out on that? (laughs) Subscribe to our our vague accusations against people (laughs) that you'll never find out. It's a mystery. (laughs) <laughs> sometimes we name names and 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 sometimes there's always something in the news, right? There's always some yes. new thing that's happening. And so it's a block party this week and next week. And we would encourage you to listen to other Max Fun stuff. One of our favorite ones is Laura House and Annabelle Gerwich. They have a new oh podcast God. on Max Fun. Yeah. It's called Tiny Victories. Yay. Yes. And it's and what I love about it, they celebrate a little thing that went right. And it's a 15-minute podcast. I mean, it was both of those things. You sign up for us, you're in for an hour, all right? Almost we to the apologize. minute. 
Yes. <laughs> Almost <laughs> minute. But these guys, they have mercy on you and they let you go at 15 minutes. And so you can and like bang out four of them in an hour. It's great. Yeah. And and they're cheerful. And it's and it's yes. something and it's a tiny win. It's a tiny victory. So uh, <laughs> Laura House, Annabelle Gerwich, both very funny. Yeah. And wonderful, uh, great comics. So yep. listen up, you guys. And right now, what do you want to talk about, Lori? Okay. What I can't talk about. Yeah. So I can't. So I got this, this thing signed an NDA that is airtight. I can't so, believe. <sighs> yeah. All I can tell you is, so I did a show today and it's part of a, it's part of a thing. I did stand up, but it's part of something larger. And, um, it's going to be, it was one of the coolest days I've ever had professionally. And I thought it was going to be a clusterfuck, but it was yeah. amazing. Oh, uh, they're so cool. It was <laughs> the, the thing that was, um, so one of the other acts, well, like there was a picture of all involved, right. And, mm-hmm. uh, one of the other acts, um, put it on their, one of their socials for a few minutes. And I was like, Oh, I don't, I, I go, I don't, I'm not sure if we're allowed to, but there was no, there was no context. And it was like, it could have been taken five years ago. Like there's sure. nothing. Right? And that person didn't add any details. And, um, and, but I was waiting. I'm like, if they let this up, then I'm going to, I'm going to put mine up on my socials. Yeah. Right. So I was just waiting to see, cause uh, I could, I mean, to ask a comic to not talk about something in their career. I mean, <laughs> we talk about when we bombed, all right, oh, right. we're not supposed to talk about the coolest fucking thing when I yeah. just crushed. I crushed. Yes, okay. of course you did. Are yes, you kidding me? Oh. But then later they uh, made the the comic take down the post, and so we're not allowed to get, give you details till it comes out in the. Spring. Did you crush in front of the people in that photo? Yes. Yes, you did. Holy high heaven. Yes. And I, I saw like, that photo before it came down. And I have to tell you that I have never been more amazed and proud to know that you could keep that NDA uh, because I don't think I could have done it. Uh, so congratulations. I did send it to the chat before I knew that uh, it, it had been taken down. So I begged the chat, please keep it in the chat. Don't do anything. Um, but uh, yeah, one of the people I was the one of the one of the uh i guess showrunners or whatever said i i said uh one of them was wiping her eyes during the Anne Frank joke was wiping her eyes from them. <laughs> what can i do you have to do the yeah, Anne you know frank how, joke oh you my know god how long it took me to fucking get that thing tight yeah years years, years. and it, it really did it. It every minute yeah, to have to have made that uh, audience and whoever else was in that audience laugh. Yeah, it doesn't even matter who else is in that audience. That's an amazing. Oh, I found out afterwards who other people were in the audience. I was like, oh shit! I'm glad I didn't know. I'm glad I didn't know. Oh my god, was God there? Holy yes. smokes! It's just showed up, and God, it turns out, is a large package of starbursts. <laughs> anyway, I don't know, but uh, the I have to say that because. That picture, I would want to show that. And I was thinking about, of course, I made it about me almost instantaneously. I don't know if you know. Jackie, that's why I can be friends with you. You're as selfish and awful <laughs> as I am. And there's no one else in the business like us. Oh, we can just just turn it around and I could just let you know that the first thing I thought is that some of my favorite people that I've known for 30 odd years, I'd be like, isn't this the coolest thing ever? They'd be like, oh, that person. And I'd be like, oh, I'm. 
I'm going to bury you alive and pour honey on your feet and <laughs> ants kill you. Wait, uh, are you talking about me? <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm talking about, about the other people. No, no more, photo. no more. Don't say no more. That's Don't it. No, no more. more. I won't. I won't do it. I won't ruin it. But uh, so I did two shows last night. I was supposed to do a set tonight. Uh, I ended up doing, picking up a set at um, the Improv. They moved my set from uh, Hollywood Improv, moved it from su- Sunday to Saturday. First oh, show. Oh, that's good. That's better. Sold out. <laughs> And it's more money as well. It I is. Think. And um, yeah. And then I did Uncabaret, which paid, by the way. Oh. Uh, yes, at the El Cid. And um, it was, but the 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 improv show that I was on was at eight. And remember, the last four times I've done the improv, I've taken the bullet. I've gone first. Right, right. This time, I'm, I'm last, second to last. Eastmo is after me. And then somebody oh. showed up uh, with a with a uh, with a guestie that was famous. Who uh, you'll be shocked to know. I didn't know who the hell she was. Anyway. Oh my god! Do you know? But, can you give me a name so I can be really mad? No. Who you don't know? No. Come on. No. It, it, it was. She wasn't on the list. I looked on the list. I was like, Was it Ariana Grande? Yeah, it was Ariana Grande. Of- it was. It was <laughs> Kim Kardashian <laughs> who's now doing stand-up comedy. Um, so she was fine. For what, you know what I mean? For who she is, it was. You'll fine. be shocked to know that I didn't watch. Of course, um, no, not shocked no, at all. Okay, shocked. so go ahead. So improv. I saw the last "What If" though. It was great. So anyway, um, <laughs> the the okay so. I was second to last and the, the uncap started at nine and Byron Bowers was also on the show and he was also on the uncap show with me. Oh, wow. And so probably four hours, you know, I got the list, the lineup, and I assumed I would be early cause I've been early every time and I was late mm-hmm. in the lineup. So I sent an email back and I was like, Hey, can I go up early? I have a nine o'clock show. And they're like, no, you can't. <laughs> and uh, they called everybody and asked and everybody else had sets as well. So like Jade had a set over at the the, imp- the store mm-hmm. and um, Kirk Fox was also at the store. And who else was on? Got the damn show. It was very funny. Gary Cannon uh, was emceed and he was so freaking funny. Man. I love Gary. Oh, crying out loud. Did he insult His- you when he brought you up? No, no. He was gushing because he had art because I was late. I was too late and he knew I needed to get right up and it was too funny because, but Jade was just doing all crowd work and he did all of it. There was no crowd work left. Yeah. 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 Turns out Gary Cannon's done all the crowd work. (laughs) Gary Cannon and Jimmy Pardo were on the same show back to back. I'm like, what's happening now? What's happening? No. no. Yeah, that happened. That happened. (laughs) couple months ago oh my god <laughs> that's insane and uh so byron bowers went before me and oh it was bobby lee that's what it was it was jay okay. bobby lee uh kirk fox byron bowers myself and then eastmo was gonna go but somebody went in between uh she was uh by the way gorgeous whoever she was i'm sure she's famous anyway she was uh probably she might have been wearing heels but she was six feet she was very very fit she was wearing a mm-hmm. leopard skin onesie she was uh oh. african-american and mm-hmm. uh her hair was fabulous and she mm-hmm. looked like she was about to destroy and because everybody did by the way 
Uh, cool. Everybody killed, and it was fantastic. Byron Bowers uh, made me laugh so hard. Uh, I got two words. Uh, he's got a new bit about a mustard sommelier, and it is <laughs> it was the silliest, funniest thing I'd heard a long time. Oh my god, I love him. He's so great. And then, and then I had to rush, rush, rush over to uh, Uncab. Yeah, where I got to see him work on half of the same set and half new stuff. Oh, interesting. And then I believe he had a late night set over at the store. Um, and so I kind of want to be him. Why didn't I have a late night set at the store? Again, I've made it about me almost instantaneously. Well, why why don't you? Welcome, you know? block party. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> why don't we? Well, that's, you know, that's a question we ask all the time. Um, <laughs> I had, okay, so I, I took a red eye on Thursday to right. uh, New York and... Um, I, I was supposed to be on the, I was going to, you know, try out the uh, 1 p.m. flight, but then I, I was going to miss my son's water polo game. So Jackie, can you say something? So your face pops up. I feel okay. like, um, what happened? Are you on an iPad? Oh, there you are. Okay. Oh, hello. Uh, Cause Kyle was taking notes. View. I'm like, who am I talking to? <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> no, that's fine. Oh, there you Yeah. Gallery. Okay. So, um, so, uh, uh, so I took the red eye again and, uh, um, uh, my, uh, I had six sets on, I can't what? do red eye. I, I can't on hold Friday? on to gallery. Cause I'm showing up and I'm keep looking at my eyelashes that are fucking amazing. <laughs> put eyelashes on me. Oh my gosh. Okay. So, um, so I had like, I had, I think I, oh, I had a set at the, at union hall. I did whiplash. Oh, wow. And David, David Cross was headlining it or he was, he went up last and he has an opening chunk a bit that is fucking phenomenal. Okay. Is the word baller? The word baller came up when I saw Byron Bowers because he used it. And then I thought that's exactly what your set is. So did uh, David Cross have a baller opening chunk? Yes, he did. It's one long story <laughs> that ends in a, in a really great punchline that you don't that's see awesome. coming. Oh, wow. And I think it's, yeah, I think he's shooting a special soon. So it's, it's really great. Um, and he, and then the rest of the stuff is really funny too, but I was like, wow, that is fucking ballsy. And, um, and then I hightailed it over to a Manhattan and I was, that was in Brooklyn, uh, right. and, uh, uh, did four sets at the stand. Wow. Uh, they have three, they have three performance spaces now, right? They have downstairs, which is mm -hmm. the main room, which is right. like the kill zone. Yep. And then upstairs in the glass box, which is, yeah. it's, um, hit or miss. Right? Okay. But yeah, so you know, you just go in, you know, back and forth, you know, up and down, up and down. What's yeah, the third then, space? Yeah. The third one is a patio. They're doing shows on a patio. Because um, oh, it's like basically the sidewalk. But here's the thing like, I think they don't want to do shows on the patio because they're, they're, uh, they're hard for the comics. You're, sh I mean, there's traffic going by, you're shouting, there's yeah. ambulances, you know, how outdoor shows it's are. It's New anyway. York. Yeah. Right. And, and, but people keep picking, I, like, I thought it was, I thought they were, they were, the shows were sold out and these are leftover seats that they put on the patio. Yeah. But people are selecting a patio. Oh, because <laughs> like they want to sit outside. Don't and... sit, sit outside. They don't want to get inside. So, yeah. So, but you, you know, you can do a lot of sets there. Um, and, and I was losing my mind because I was just kept like going. And then my last, <laughs> my last one is at midnight there. And then. I had a 1255 at Greenwich Village Comedy Club, which is near the wow. cellar. 
Like wow. it's so, like so the seller, you know, creates they start, you know, they 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 put they put down their founding club, right? Right. And then they start to spread out. And you know how comedy clubs are, especially in New York, it's like, oh, you started an audience there. Well, I'm going to start a show there, you know, and a lot of the spillover that doesn't, you know, make it into the cellar or to the cellars, other satellite rooms that are also an area um, will go to Greenwich Village. Either way. Oh, really? It, it, okay. It's really that part of New York City has become a destination for stand up. Okay. Wow. So people just come there. Maybe they can't get in the cellar. They walk two, two feet away. They're barked into another room. If they miss that one, they're, they, they're barked into a third room. Like it's wow. just, and they're all full. They're full. It's just, it's become the place you go to see stand up when you visit New York city. I might, I might stay the full two weeks in New York in January and just Why see not? if I can get up. Yeah. Just a so, boat ton. Yeah. And it's just, it's packed, like just walking around. It's just, and this is holiday weekend because of Columbus Day. But um, so uh, that was a fun show. I was exhausted. My, I got what I thought were great shoes and uh, I got two pairs of them. One yeah. for New York, one for LA. And then by the time, by the sixth set, I was like, I want to, I, I, I need to, I just need to lay down or I need to be taken by ambulance <laughs> to the apartment because I can't walk in these things anymore. What kind just, of what are what are, are they dress shoes or are they walking no, shoes? No, they're they, well. They have a heel. They have a heel. That's the thing. Okay, and they, that and is. And then my, you know, I'm if I'm you know I'm going up and down stairs like subway and all that kind of crap, and and I guess it's just it wears on my feet. So then you should sell night, that. You should sell that painting behind you. Anyway, uh, it is an original Van Gogh. I was just told. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> For, the Louvre thinks they have the original or maybe it's not the Louvre, maybe it's the Getty but I actually do and it's not framed that's the way Van Gogh wanted <laughs> yeah you didn't um, want anything to take from the imagery okay <laughs> just these staples that are underneath they I think they actually <laughs> help it um so then Saturday I I brought my tennis shoes and I I felt like I felt like one of those 80s working girl women. yeah working right. girl but man it helped so much oh my feet were in such better shape but I had two patio shows last night and seven spots all together. I had six at the stand. <sighs> and then one more, I finished up at Greenwich village again. Like I kind of did the same thing right at 1255 there. Yeah. That's and, gotta uh, pay for the trip right there. It does. And it's like tags. Oh, plenty, you know, like <laughs> every set is just a little different and you, and you keep doing this. Like, I just was like, all right, this is going to be my set list for these, these things. Yeah. And you know, uh, I, I felt like I came up with a bunch of like at least three new ending, definitely one ender on, on, on the mortuary thing that I oh, wow. started talking about. Yeah. Oh man, that mortuary bit, man. That Dude, is I so an, awesome. I got an ender for it that I did today at, at, oh. the, at the show. Yeah. So I was like, oh, that's cool. Cause now my mom's stuff ends on something that's not necessarily about her. It ends yes. on the mortuary, which is mm -hmm. nice. It's a nice way to get out of it. Yeah. And, um, so Cause you, you know, have to get out of it. Holy smokes. <laughs> I, yeah. I watched, yeah, I watched, uh, Bamford, uh, she, we did Brea and we did Oxnard yeah. and her dead mom stuff, shall we say, um, mm -hmm. also gets out of it and it, it, it's, it's tightening up so great. I don't know. I don't know if it's on anything she's released yet, but yeah. it's, it's so it's, it's been great. And I, my new bit is, uh, yeah, I got a new, I had a new angle on a bit that's so new, 
talk to me in 18 months. It's it's the longest of all gun yeah. bits. It's that gun yeah, bit yeah, yeah. with the, right, with right, the right. mace and the other uh, stuff. I've added yeah. another chunk to it about fishing. What? Yeah. Anyway, great. But I saw that. I saw that in Flappers. I thought that was really good. Oh, good. Yeah. With the fi- did I was I doing the fishing thing? Yeah, you did. Remember? I think I wrote it that night. Yeah, I, I think have... he said you ripped it on stage. Yeah, that's it. Awesome. Um, yeah. Wow. So so thirteen sets in two nights. Yeah, and then one today, and oh. then I, I I was like, and because I stayed an extra day to do this, and I I was like, I could probably call a few people and say, hey, I'm I'm staying over, but I thought, you know what? Hey, calm down. You might wanna. You might be fucking exhausted and you might want to go home. And, just, and you might want to bask in how great this day was. Yeah. Or take yeah. a bath in the bathtub, you know? Right. You have a bathtub so, in the in the in, in New York. Yeah. Yeah. So uh so yeah. That's so cool. So anyway, I am you know, I um plus I brought a ton of shit down there. I wouldn't want me taking my suitcase full of clothing options to, you know, various clubs to do five minutes or something. So yeah, yeah. I'm okay, right. you know. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're okay. That's awesome. <laughs> that is hilarious. Although man, I do want to take these eyelashes out for the night, but you know, you will I mean, after this. Yeah. No, I don't mean off me. I want to take them out so people can see them. Oh, <laughs> you're like, look at how big they are. Yeah. I've had them <laughs> on a couple of times. It's always, I always forget. I, uh, and I rub my face. It isn't right. Anyway, <laughs> you don't want them coming half off, but the, um, yeah other than that my foot continues to not be healed the, oh, the no. ankle and um are you still in a just, boot i'm still in a boot it's I'm, I'm not in the boot sometimes but now it's four weeks four weeks of this oh my fucking so, god right and it should be better but uh you know the left side i don't know how and i i know if i talk to the doctor and say how long is it going to take they're going to say as long as it takes, please give me $45. And I don't want to have that conversation because I like my right. $45. And so that's your copay for a, a just a regular visit. At Kaiser? I believe so. I believe so. And, uh, Oh, that's I got high the, enough where you don't want to go in. If it was yeah. 20 bucks, you'd be like, all right, let's do it. But 45. Right. And if I thought I would hear something else, mm-hmm. I would totally do it. But, um, but I did get a bill for my fall in Alameda the week before I fell in brand sprained my ankle and I got that bill and I, I texted you and I was like, so the club owner, Patrick said that he would pay for the bill. Should I send it to him? And, um, so I sent it to him and I said, you said you would pay this. Is that, this is what it looks like. And he's like, yeah, yeah, totally got it. And it was less expensive than I thought it was going to be. Because of my because of my deductible, but yeah. it, but it was less covered. Like it was, I don't know. I'll, it it's my it's a it's an emergency room bill. Why why would I not? Why would I be cryptic? It was six hundred and seventy three dollars, and Kaiser paid ninety eight dollars of it. What the fuck? So they so the balance is like five seventy five. Oh my god! But um, I thought it was. But I didn't take an uh, I didn't take an ambulance. Which right. I think adds thousands of dollars. Oh yeah, for sure. And I and I and I, they just did the CT scan, which I guess is pretty standard or basic or something. 
Um, isn't there, I mean, Kaiser is all over Northern California as well. You guys didn't think of going to a Kaiser ER or was it? We just went to far? a Kaiser ER. What? Yeah. They charge you that in their own ER? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, I, I have a lo- I have a $7,000 deductible. Oh, all right. Yeah. And, uh. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I don't. The insurance is it's okay. I mean, it seems to be pretty good insurance. Uh, I don't, I don't get sick. Knock on. Yeah. Not, not my head. That's I need that. So, but uh, the uh, yeah, but it hasn't been a, a thing. So right. I haven't really had to do it. Though I'm, I'm due to get all sort of the, like the mammogram and the big peak. I'm supposed to go in and have all that done. Your so, uh, your pap smear. That's the big yeah, peak. The big peak. That's what I call it. The big peak. Sure, sure. And we co- we'd call the show the big peak if you want. <laughs> but uh, the here's the horrible thing that happened this week. So I have, and I think I told you part of it, but it, it just occurred to me that it reminded me of when I was editing when I when I after I filmed my special. Which, by yeah. the way, much like your NDA and, and wanting to release these things, I want to release the thing because it's done now. And I'm like, but that's yeah. not how marketing is done. That's how you that's not how it's done. So right. I'm like, OK, all right, I won't touch it. And so I have um, I have a lawyer that I didn't. I mean, I've never had a lawyer before, and it turns out I am good at one thing that I consider myself to be very good at, and that would be stand-up comedy. Uh, The rest (laughs) of it, the business side of it, some people think I'm good at it. I am okay at it, Mm -hmm. but I'm not – it's not my job, right? So I have – this lawyer that was recommended by the person standing next to me, right? At mm-hmm. the time when I said I need a lawyer, he was like, I have a lawyer. So I have been using him and he and I, he's done a couple of different things and, and he's he seems like a good lawyer, but not he made a mistake on the um I got the offer from from the people to distribute the special. I forwarded it to the lawyer. The lawyer right. sent me back the counter offer and he had misspelled my name wrong twice and the name of the woman we are working with at least once. Super sloppy. So I sent it back to him and I said, the points seem salient, but the typos are great. <laughs> he didn't fix the typos. He just forwarded it to her. <gasps> After you pointed it out? Yeah. And wow. so I, I said, just bill me. I'm done. I'm done talking to you. Um, and so you fired him. Except for I didn't, because I don't know how to fire anybody, Lori. <laughs> so I just said, I'm not going to sell it. <laughs> Which isn't true if somebody wanted to buy it. But I I don't know how to get rid of the lawyer. I don't know. Can you I just have, say, I, I, you know what? I need someone who has a little more attention to detail. Thank you. Here's your Here's your money. I want to burst into tears saying that out loud to somebody. Yeah. What if he gets Uh, mad at me? What if he doesn't like me anymore? Oh my God. And absolutely. I mean, no one would call that. What? No one would call that, that I would, I would have that response. No. And you don't seem to care if I like you or not. (laughs) You seem to enjoy pissing me off. You're not Uh a lawyer. Let's see if I can get (laughs) Guy Branham to do it. (laughs) Oh yeah, that's right. 
but I don't think he has um, passed the bar here in California, or I don't believe he's an entertainment lawyer. But the thing is, is so they, so she, she sent back a counter counter offer uh-huh. and it felt, it felt like she was annoyed. It felt like she didn't, she wasn't psyched about the typos either. Uh, and that's yeah. why it was super low, but maybe it was super I, low because it's just a straight, stand-up thing and there's nothing fancy like you had all those interviews and stuff and, and the, uh for 45 jokes you had there was a oh, lot right, of interstitial right, right. stuff oh, yeah. and, and yes. documentary angle to it yes, mine is yes, literally yes. just a stand-up show right right so maybe that's what it's worth and that's what they think it'll be worth because there was a flat rate that she offered me initially he came back with other stuff and uh, including the the DVD rights. And I was like, oh, are you in your 50s too? You think that someone's going to want to buy a DVD? Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so, um, and then she came back with a counter-counter offer, which was just slightly more. And maybe that's the fair rate, but I don't, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I, I doubt. But it doesn't think, co- cover the cost of it. I, oh, I feel like they're just blanket. Mm, this is what we're going to pay. You know? Right. But and 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 other people that they've signed with, I understand that they've paid more. Yeah. But it was because I think that there was more to it. There was interstitially stuff and interview in in, uh, interview stuff. Oh, right. Right. So but this was just a straight because maybe that is the going right for the straight stand up, because after after costs and stuff, we're to split it 50 50. And so, but I've decided if I ever need another lawyer, I'm going to go with Bamford's lawyer. Sure. I'm just going to go with someone and her estate planner because Andy <laughs> and I don't, uh, because I don't have, I, I we don't have, have a will done, already. You know, no, we, you we don't have, have wills? any of that. No. Do a when will. you have a kid, you have a kid. I did a will. Yeah. That's all. It all goes to him. And if anyone tries to take anything else, uh, I need you to step in. It's all supposed to go to my son. Um, uh, now your special could you add things to it like could you do animations is there anything that you see that you you don't have to have interviews or anything but that you could make it you know i i've sent it to know. um the guy that did tigs anima- yeah. animated series i sent it to him and asked him if there was anything that he thought that he could animate uh, that I could pay him to animate uh, if he was willing to. And he's either, I don't think he's had a chance to look at it. Would you uh, be willing to pick clips for him? Because asking someone to watch an hour is a lot. But if you were to say, I think it, this mark or this mark or give them, actually just give them the clips and say, these seem, these seem, you know, anim- animatable to me. What do you think? You know, like, yeah, give them for, for, I could for do time. that. I don't know. Yeah. I, you know, there's part of me that also doesn't want to push, you know, I mean, I look, I look at, you know, because when I was sending out the, the idea, you know, I burnt that bridge with that producer woman, um, by trying to be my own, (laughs) trying to be my own lawyer. And then my lawyer just made me mad. And so I can burn my own bridges, it turns out. And so, but so now I'm shy to, I just, I'm, I'm exhausted. I just want to do stand up, Lori. I right. just want someone to buy the thing. Yeah. Put mm-hmm. it on television or fucking don't. 
Yeah. It turns out I've already paid the credit cards. So it's already paid for. So maybe I cut it up into 120, 30 second tick tockable clippity clips. And I know how, um, how much did you pay for it? Hey, it's a cliffhanger. You guys. Oh yeah. Let's take a break. Ah! (laughs) I'm Lisa Hannawald and I'm Emily Heller. Nine years ago, we started a podcast to try and learn something new every episode. Things have gone a little off the rails since then. (laughs) Tune in to hear about low stakes neighborhood drama, gardening, the sordid, nasty underbelly of the horse girl lifestyle, hot sauce, (laughs) addiction to TV and sweaty takes on celebrity culture and the weirdest, grossest stuff you can find on wikipedia.org. We'll read all of it no matter how gross. (laughs) There's something for everyone on our podcast, Baby Geniuses, hosted by us two horny adult idiots hang out with us as we try and fail to retain any knowledge at all every other week on maximum fun guys jackie you can't smell me right now because i'm on the opposite (laughs) coast but i smell delicious Um, what do you smell like many many men have offered to lick my armpits that's how great i smell and here's why it's because of native guys do you know the difference between an antiperspirant and a deodorant antiperspirants contain contain aluminum which temporarily plugs sweat glands to stop you from sweating. Aluminium, aluminium over the, over the pond. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's not great. Right. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. Jackie (laughs) provides lots of alternative pronunciations for all of our sponsors. (laughs) Anyway, native or native as they call it over the pond. uh, (laughs) Is made with ingredients you've heard of. Okay. I've never heard of aluminium. But I've heard of coconut oil and shea butter, and that's what uh, native deodorant's made of. They've got 10 cents, more than 10 cents. They're classics, rotating seasonals. You're guaranteed to find one you love. Classics are coconut and vanilla, lavender and rose, cucumber and mint, and mine, eucalyptus and mint. And besides their classic deodorant, native offers an unscented option. I have that. A baking soda. Well, men don't want to lick you like they want to lick me. <laughs> uh, a, <laughs> a baking soda free formula for those with sensitivities so there's there's a way for you to use native deodorant no matter what your sensitivity is <laughs> so i use sorry i just was about to go please talk of your experience <laughs> <laughs> but i will i love it i mean it it smells great it's it doesn't like leave a mark i don't have like these white stains that get on my shirt it just goes right on it's and it's, yeah. it's, it also is, isn't like slimy. Like it doesn't ruin your oh, shirt. No. It's nice Goes and dry on. and yes. it either smells like baking soda. Uh, I also have the, I also have the lavender one, but, and then I, I, um, and then I have the unscented and I just, I rotate just because it breaks up, you know, breaks up my, uh, some, some days are, are more exciting than others, Lori. Jackie, but, uh, you've been married 10 years. Sometimes you got to break up how you smell, right? 15 right oh. now. You can save 20% on your first purchase go to native <laughs> native dio native dio as in deodorant native dio.com so n-a-t-i-v-e-d-e-o.com slash jackie laurie or use a promo code jackie laurie at checkout that's native dio.com slash jackie laurie or use a promo code jackie laurie at checkout to save 20 percent off your first purchase 
Green Chef. Hello, <laughs> people who listen to the Jackie and Laurie show. This is an ad for Green Chef, which I freaking love. First of all, they send you all the stuff. And then it's it's eco-packaged, which Laurie enjoys. And what you Don't should you? know... I do love it, actually. It's America's number one meal kit for eating well right here. They have expert mm-hmm. chefs that curate every recipe with over 30 meal choices every week and the flexibility to switch plans. Uh, so you'll never have to sacrifice taste for nutrition. And they are nutritious, and I like that. You can enjoy restaurant-quality dishes in the comfort of your own home, avoid the long lines at the grocery store, and get fresh premium ingredients delivered right to your door. And it's everything. It's the protein. It's the vegetables. It's the oil. Uh, all the different spices and everything. The ingredients are pre-proportioned. Mm-hmm. You'll actually be reducing food waste by at least 25% with Green Chef. And um, because you're not going to have too much food. I do that all the time when I cook myself. I over I overcook and then it's like it just sits there, you know, and Green Chef like really pinpoints how much you're going to need. And yep. uh, you don't have that going on. And there's foods that I wouldn't necessarily, you know, and and new recipes that I wouldn't necessarily know about. There's fish that I have a hard, I'm scared to cook fish, but Mm -hmm. it's simple instructions. And then it's vegetables that, uh, you know, I'm not a huge, I'm I'm like, I don't, I I tend to buy the same four vegetables. So they mix it up a little bit and it's great. Yeah, I I like that. I'm the same way with vegetables. I you know I buy one apple, one kind of apple, and I, yeah, I, I do. do like how you're like, all right, it's got this ingredient, and I'll try it. And it's like, oh, this isn't bad. I've never had this before. You right. know, my mom only made meatloaf, and that was it. So right. uh, yeah, I, and I as I've said this before, it kicked off our family dinners because I started cooking something, and uh, so that really kind of changed the course of I feel like my son's pandemic is uh we all kind of got together with our green chef meals and um learned to cook a little bit you know it was pretty cool that's that's so great and if you Mm -hmm. if you go to greenchef.com slash jackie laurie 125 and use the code jackie laurie 125 you get 125 dollars off including free shipping that's greenchef.com slash jackie laurie 125 and the code is jackie laurie 125 and you get 125 dollars off so uh Live it up, you guys. Green Chef it up. And uh, let's also, uh, yeah, I uh, essentially that, uh, which I'm willing to say, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. These things are so fucking expensive. They're expensive, but it was well done. You know, in the end, the guy yeah. who edited it, he told me, the guy who directed and produced it, he ended up editing it because of my problem with the editor. Right. Mm -hmm. And he said, I didn't have to pay him, but I had already budgeted to pay an editor and he did a lot of, it was a lot of work, you know? Yeah. And so I gave him the rest of the money that I hadn't given the guy who edited, who kind of went off the deep end a little bit. And, um, so I just gave him the rest of that money. So it ended up and with publicity so far, I've spent 30 grand. Uh, yeah. So I would like, and I assume it'll be another five, right? So I assume it's 35 grand for me to do this thing. So I would like to get 35 grand, but I'm also super over it. I'm like, here's the good news. The album's in the can. Yeah. It's going to come out November 16th. The art is really cool for the, for the album cover. The, the video itself is delightful. 
Um, it's a I great like- way to promote the album. You have mm-hmm. a, you have amazing clips to promote the album. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, but still, Jesus. And, and to my knowledge, uh, you know, it'll, but I've, I've also thought maybe I contact uh, people again and we could do a twofer because I also have the original HD Horcrux video. Mm-hmm. So they could um, they could buy both of them. And that would For... cost me, I think, that one ended up costing me 20 I think. Wow, this business fucking sucks. Because <laughs> you, well, you, all these assholes getting a ton of money and you look at the content, it's like, what? It's not you're, paying, you're paying money for those jokes? Those jokes suck. Do, does it matter? Do, do jokes matter to anyone? <laughs> like, what the fuck? How come oh good jokes God. don't beget a good career? I mean, it's a fucking yeah. crap shoot, you know? It is a crap Sometimes shoot. Sometimes it does, and a lot of times it doesn't. Right. And I wanted to pay fair the people who did the work. Right. Right. The people who did the work deserve the money that that I paid them. And and I do the work. So I deserve to to make as well. I deserve it as well. And did you end up? I'm sure you did because you're good at this. Did you watch the Chappelle? I did. I wasn't necessarily talking about no, no. Yes. Are you getting? Why would you talk? I mean, it doesn't even. There's a thousand dudes out there who have a billion. There's so me. much money. Yeah, it's it's so distressing. There's only um, a couple. Was that you? I was talking to. I was trying to think of um, sort of uh, people like Chappelle and and very popular, well revered comics tend to be dudes right there's bill burr oh, there's yeah. dave chappelle they've been canonized right, right. right? like ck yeah. was yeah. and um and i was trying to think of women comics who um who are and i and initially all i could think of was wanda sykes and ellen degeneres and then somebody was saying it's sarah silverman mm-hmm. and amy schumer i think yeah I can see that. Yeah. yeah. And maybe Glazer now and Kathleen Madigan, but Kathleen Madigan isn't famous enough. She hasn't been canonized like that. Um, you know, what's weird is like, and Bamford maybe, but not. Yeah. I, oh, she I think definitely her. is. I think maybe yeah. a generation lower, like my gen, she is a God. She's a God. Yeah. She's canonized, but she's not, it's not as like my brother never brings up Maria Bamford. That's the thing. Men do not idolize female comics. It's very rare, but women will love male comics. We, we, they, they just can't, they can't get behind us. Like we get behind them. That's the entire, that's the entire problem with a lot of things in this country is uh, men won't get behind women who want to do stuff. You know, they, they They just want you to be arm candy and I'm pretty, but I'm more than that. I'm more than that, you guys. <laughs> Especially when I get real close to the Zoom. Okay. Really, the light was amazing. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, I I watched his special just so I could, you know, know right. what everyone was talking about. Mm-hmm. And he's he's so funny, and he's so gifted, and you know, he's such an experienced comic, and his timing, I like he has so much going for him, and and it's and there's you know, takes so have on other stuff. I'm like, that's so funny. And then, and then you're like, oh, this thing again. <laughs> Can I speculate? Can I speculate um, without having seen it? 
That's right. Uh, it's my it's my favorite thing to do. Uh, it's called vacation. <laughs> It's that and a Diet Coke cranberry. Uh, okay, so, uh, but I would, I would speculate that the jokes aren't done. Well, you haven't seen it, so you shouldn't. Uh, well, some because, of them are very done. Oh, some of I them mean, are super done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, the, the other thing is, and this is just a general note to to have a comic producing an hour of comedy during a pandemic when you can barely perform, even though he was doing show like his outdoor shows. That's like one show a week or two shows a week and you know uh and they're in ohio so you might be getting repeat audience members like it's not like you're in new york you know where you're able to nail you know really hone a chunk you know that's not how he came up with his this Mm -hmm. hour and that i don't know that's maybe not his has ever been his style he he more does one show for three hours you know i think repeats material well i mean i also have I, I was talking to somebody, and these are these are genuinely supportive feminist men, mm-hmm. who um, and this is a comic, who who sort of is in general on the right side of history, yeah, but yeah, right. yeah but literally thinks, like said something along the lines of, women should be mad because a man gets something. A man who becomes a woman is getting something, cutting out another woman. And for me, there's two problems here. And what? one really he said yeah, that? Yes. Is that because okay. here's the thing trans women are women. They're just mm-hmm. more fucking women. It's just mm-hmm. another woman has gotten this thing. And the second thing it does is it encourages this lack of abundance attitude. Right. That there's not enough work and there's only room for one woman. So why would a trans woman get it and you not be mad? Well, right. how about there's more work for more women? That's what I'm mad about. Right. How about there's a, a, a third job, <laughs> right? Why don't you hire three women and then it won't just be one woman who happens to be yeah. trans or not trans and not me. Yeah, Again, I mean, I like how it's like women... I'm mad for you. It's like, yes, you're actually mad that you've probably been uh, quote tricked by a trans woman who uh, you didn't realize was trans or you're afraid that'll happen. Right. Right. Don't, don't drag us cis ladies into your fucking shit. Okay. Right. Right. This is on you. Yeah, if your dick twitches, that's not my fault. That's not their fault. That's nobody's fault. All that is is a sign that your dick works. So why don't you shut it? Just shut up. It's dick, just uh, dick twitches pitching dick twitches for a title <laughs> and an uh, and some sort of album title later on in life, Jackie. Don't let those two words go away. Oh, that was a how, great how about this is what I want as for uh, for a, an album title. Do jokes matter? Anyway, <laughs> let's, let's do a comic of the week. We forgot to do comic of the week. Oh, right. Yes. Maddie Wiener. Wiener. I believe it's Wiener. Yeah. Maddie T. Yes, Wiener. Yes. She just did just for laughs. Yes. And I funny. watched her. I watched her video online and she has, she was so her just for laughs set and it was freaking hilarious. And it's M A D D I E T as in Tom, but probably not Wiener mm-hmm. W I E N E R Maddie T Wiener. And that's her Instagram. I don't know what she is on. I couldn't find her on Twitter. Oh, oh uh, so it's Maddie. You know what? It's Maddie Tweener. 
it's, oh, it's just, just her full name. Oh, it's the T is there. Okay. Yeah. Oh, cool. I was, I was going to say, she must be young. She's not even on Twitter. <laughs> She's only doing YouTube shorts, you guys. Uh, <laughs> did you get that memo from 800 Pound Gorilla that we have to learn how to do YouTube shorts? I didn't get that memo, but I might have gotten that memo and not read that memo. Uh, <laughs> so those are two uh, two possibilities, and I will reread my emails. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I it's uh, now we're coming up to when I really have to start doing a bunch of album shit. I've been postponing and kicking that can when's, down the road. When's it, when, when's it coming out again? It's October? 26th, I think. Oh, my God. That's um, in 16, the, 15 days. Right. So, yeah. Two weeks from now, well. your album drops. That's so great. And I make some uh, money. Um, yeah. So I saw Tom Rhodes last night and Greg Robinson. Yeah. And Tom Rhodes uh, was saying how good his sound exchange and how nice it is to just stay home because Tom, of the pandemic. Yeah. Tom has a ton, ton of albums. Yeah. Yeah. He's got, he's got, ten, he's got, he might have double digits. So he looked very dapper. He, he's always uh, looking dapper. Tom he always looks very handsome. He's bringing it. He's he's not he's a, he's our age and he's not uh, letting it go. He's uh, staying on top of shit. You know, he's writing. He's looking good. Uh, I am a pro. This is a pro Tom Rhodes account. <laughs> <laughs> I love. And then Craig Robinson was there, and it's yeah. always fun to see Craig. And yeah, um, and so I was hanging out with him, and. Um, Oh, and then Byron Bowers was super funny. And uh, it was just, it was just nice. Bobby Lee wanted to smoke inside. And I was like, and Aunt Jackie is like, no, no, go outside. <laughs> and uh, yeah. he ignored me. It turns out. Uh, smoke marijuana or cigarettes? Uh, I don't know. Oh my God. So I went to El Cid and there was an event after Uncabaret. Yeah. And Uncabaret mm -hmm. is essentially our age and a hundred years older and yes. um yes. and they're delightful they get everything it's outstanding but the sh the thing after us was a dance party yeah and it was so all beautiful young people uh who were just completely Ooh. they were so <laughs> <laughs> they were all and there was so much pot that uh on ah. the way out i said to the door guy i said did you know that pot was legal now <laughs> and uh just to see if i could get a laugh from a guy who hadn't cracked a smile the entire time i was there and i did i got a smile good so jackie so yesterday i noticed this conversations these kind of conversations you know when there's all comics sitting around oh, and right. um so it's younger guys right yeah most younger guys around the table and mm -hmm. they're only talking about the sets that they just had and they're talking about hecklers and there, then it's like, well, and I have this woman who did this and they're, they're, they're dissecting the heckler, the situation, and it's all they want to talk about. And it's, and I was like, I was like, was, I guess this might be like between five and 10 years in. Yeah. You're just obsessed. Right. And it, you get a heckler and they throw you off your game and you're like, Oh, I got to talk about it. I got to talk about it. Got to so talk about it. it. Yeah. Cause it was like this crazy sort of like kind of frenetic shit as a and i feel like i don't know we've been around it enough where it's like oh one of those right it has you know? right it just someone tells you what happened and you're just like 
Oh, I know. That's like that old joke yeah. in prison when someone just yells the n- the number of the joke and everybody uh, laughs. Yeah. And um, so we, uh, you can recognize immediately the kind of heckler. It better be interesting. It's never, it's never interesting. But but also like I've like if what they were saying was accurate. I'm like you, you guys. If someone is looks like they're not enjoying the show, and you ask them what's the matter, don't you like me? You're handing them. You're giving them the a, a loaded You're gun them the and mic. saying it, aim it at me. Mm-hmm. Like you can't, you know, that you're, you're helping them heckle you. I don't know why you would do that. You don't know. Some people may not be into you or, or some people are just in a terrible mood. They don't want to, you never know. And I mean, you and I, we've uh, you had people come yeah. up to us after the show and you think, oh, they hated you. And they're, they, that was the best time they've ever had because <laughs> their faces just don't show it or something, you know, but mm-hmm. you, don't go here's like be like a lawyer in trial don't ask a question that you don't know the answer to right so education lives yeah (laughs) do you do you like me you better be prepared for them to say no comedically okay Mm -hmm. don't be Mm -hmm. startled and then talk about it for seven hours straight Mm -hmm. (laughs) It it was funny it just felt like an age like a it just that that experience thing yeah 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 because then I was sitting with um, older comics like Sherrod and uh, Sherrod Small and Christian Finnegan and and Joe DeRosa. And we were all having very different conversations. No one talked about their sets, did not give a shit. And it was just all about comedy and, you know, uh, you know, SBA loans and all. <laughs> <laughs> figure out. Oh, my God. It was, it was I was like, thank God these these guys are here to talk to me. And then the other thing is, is. And then there was a female comic I was talking to, like a younger, newer comic. And her sister had gone into labor that night and just had a baby. And so I was like, oh, my God, you're an aunt. Like, it was the first baby of the, you know, the grandchild, I guess, or whatever. I'm like, everything just changed. You know, you're an aunt. And and she was asking me about childbirth and all this stuff. And I'm like, you know, this is not a conversation I would ever have with young male comics. I'm so used to just sort of zone, you know, kind of tuning out whatever, all their anxieties about women or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it was so nice to just kind of like, we just took a little corner of the uh, table and started, you know, ta- talking about women shit, like childbirth. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like, this is what it's like for me. Maybe it was like that for your sister. If you have a kid, it might be like that for you too. Right, right. Know. So, and the guys are over there texting each other pictures of their balls going, it's for the boys. It's for the boys. <laughs> but we, Don't we've look just, at it. We've just been silent partners in so many male conversations our entire careers that when we get to have a conversation with another woman, it's like shocking and startling. And like, oh, yeah. I wish I could have more of these when I go to a club. <laughs> I fucking listen to you bitch about your girlfriend. Yeah. You know? Please book three. Um <laughs> Yes, that's what we're looking for. Uh, Hey, let's take another break. A man was walking along a beach which represented his life. At his feet were two sets of footprints, his and God's. But looking back down the beach, the man could see that in the hardest parts of his life, there was only one set of footprints. So the man said to God, why is there only one set of footprints when times were hard? Where were you? And God replied, my precious child, I was in my car, listening to the Beef and Dairy Network podcast. The Beef and Dairy Network podcast is a multi-award winning comedy podcast and you can find it at MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Well, uh, when are you coming home? Tomorrow? I come back tomorrow. Okay. And uh, I'm at, I know I'm at the West Side on Saturday. Yep. Um, Thursday, I'm doing Bab, Babs Gray and Ashley um, Ray's show at the Airliner. Yeah, that then, looked really cool. Yes. And then, shit, I have another one on Wednesday. And uh, I, I forget it off the top of my head, but I will be, of course, tweeting about it. Hi. Um, yep. I yeah. go to Chicago on Wednesday, doing Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday with uh, Lori. Uh, wait, uh, with Maria uh, at mm -hmm. something called the Den Theater in Chicago. Uh, Maria mm. Bamford, six shows to my knowledge. We're, we're heading out on Wednesday, <laughs> getting there on Thursday. Coming back on Monday. So I don't know what the breakdown is, but the Den Theater, everybody in, uh, I don't know. If you're in Iowa, you could you could come to Chicago. If you're in Indiana, come to Chicago. If you're in so Minnesota. how many how many you're doing six shows? Mm-hmm. Wow, how many does it see? I don't know. I've never that been. Sounds intimate. Yeah, she, I that think she wants great. to really. I think she wants to tighten some stuff up. So she was like, because I she's also doing the the Bloomington Attic, but I can't go with her because I think I'm doing either Arkansas or laughing tap the week that she's mm -hmm. going to be at the Bloomington attic. Yeah. And, um, and the I, comedy I love attic in Bloomington. Yeah. Yeah. Comedy <laughs> attic. And, but the, uh, but I also bought, get this in Chicago. I signed us up. Scott's going to go to her husband. And so I signed us all up to go on that architecture tour, the boat tour of Chicago. Oh, I did that when uh, when Conan did shows at the at the Chicago Theater. We all it's supposed to be incredible. It's really cool. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. I did yeah. it in Milwaukee. It wasn't as cool. I also <laughs> had an interesting conversation with Mary McMack, with Mary Mack about mm -hmm. why we have a knee jerk hatred of Illinois, and it's because we're from Wisconsin, and right. it doesn't make any sense because Chicago's lovely. It's a cool city. But it's whenever basic. anybody says how great it is and how much they love Chicago, I'm always like, yeah, it's all right. Uh, what do I care? It's like, I, all I know is that because uh, people of Illinois, have, when I was a child, would make fun of Wisconsin a lot. Or did they? Or was it just low self-esteem all over Wisconsin about people from Illinois? I think it might yeah. be the latter. No, I, uh, you know, I have a, I have a knee-jerk reaction against Los Angeles as a Northern Californian. Uh, and it's okay. so weird. This, it, yeah. this, yeah, regional. I mean, I, I, I like LA fine now, you know? Sure. You know, it's where my kid's going to have most of his memories of growing up. So mm -hmm. there's no point in me hating it. But, uh, but yeah, I, 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 I even miss Walnut Creek. You know, I miss Mount Diablo. I miss, uh, I miss all those landmarks. Maybe when I'm 80, I'll head back home, you know, and ride it out, ride out the rest of the stormy life. In the Bay Area. Yeah, yeah, could do, could do. I'm, uh, I booked us, so we're going, I booked oh, us yeah. next April in Chicago. Right. At the Lincoln Lodge, we're both doing that, and then we're doing something else. What was the other town that we're both going to? Uh, we're going to New York City at, uh, Oh, that's right. <laughs> in Jan in the January, <laughs> the Bell House in January. And yeah. then we're, we, we're going to do a couple of live Jackie and Lori's, all three of us for Rush right. Dicks yeah. in February. Two back to back, two Fridays in a row. We're doing a uh, live Jackie and Lori. So you guys can chime in, right? They can, yeah. um, they can comment yeah, live and we'll, it'll yeah. be live Zooms. 
on the on the the two middle Fridays at six p.m. Pacific, Rush Dicks. We don't have um we don't have ticket links or anything, but it's also in February. Yes, yeah, so next it's year. yeah, it's next year, and uh, but that's kind of fun. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, yeah, it's all good. Uh, let's see. Uh, you know, I um. I, I'm working on a podcast with my friend Cheryl. So we 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 are gonna we should record. both have two podcasts. We should definitely <laughs> both <laughs> it's gonna it's she's actually the star of it. I'm gonna be like the third wheel. She's gonna mm-hmm. interview uh other writers about um the uh comedy writing. Oh, she's wow. a, she's multi-Emmy nominated, she won an Emmy for King of the Hill. I mean, she's worked, she's her first show was Herman Head, Herman's Head, which was oh, a freaking yeah. show. Oh, I freaking yeah. love that show. She worked on Martin. Whoa. Oh, wait, Martin Fink, the only woman and perhaps the only white person on Martin. Right. And uh, of course, she worked on Norm. I don't know if you know this, but Faith Ford's character, her name was Shelly Kilmartin. Like Cheryl gave her my last name. Awesome. Uh, not that it was ever used, but that's the, my only network credit, basically. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> uh, she and then she worked on uh, all and she worked on other shows. She did Sue Costello's pilot, Costello oh, cool. and, uh, and uh, Father of the Pride. She was on and um, she has a, you know, she has a great story about Father of the Pride. They're going to talk about, I think. And uh, uh, she ended up on The Real O'Neills. That was her last show. Uh, that she worked on and she won a humanitas award for that so she's amazing has amazing stories right and she the premise of the podcast is called when things go south or yeah we're gonna pitch it as something but the premise of the whatever it is the recording the interview is what when you're when you're in a writer's room and you have a show and there's a problem and it's a bad problem and you guys gotta fix it how do you fix it sometimes the problem is you know, the, in, in, in Father of the Pride, in the case of that, uh, one of the, it was about Siegfried and Roy, and one of them was eaten by, right. by a lion. <laughs> that's, a, that's a problem in a writer's room. Okay? Yeah. So, yeah. So, anyway, um, so we're going to, we're working on that. I'm just, I don't know. I, you know, I, I got to. Uh, Do you have, um, so your you're early stages of working on that? Still yes, early. We're gonna we're gonna record the first one on Tuesday mm-hmm. and kind of try to shape it as like a into a like a sizzle reel um to hopefully sell. Um yes. Well uh possibly uh we'll see. Okay. Oh right, okay. Yeah. yeah. It's like there's there's all different kinds of places, and if you could sell it for real, that'd be yeah. great, you know? Yeah. So yeah, I did pitch it to my uh, old boss, so we'll see what happens. So I can yeah. keep my, you know, let them know I'm still here, still say yeah. hi in the building, etc. Sure. See if it goes, you know, you never know. You don't know. I'm, uh, you know, I'm just, we're, it's weird. Like I officially end my working for Conan at the end of October, you know, okay. we've been sort of uh, okay. kept sort around of- a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I've been sort of like, uh, you know, still still you know employed although not much to do you know and uh yeah um and now it's really coming to an end the checks and everything and uh-huh. my son's water polo season ends that same day so it's like i you know i've enjoyed having the fall right 
I kind of enjoyed not having much to do. Right. You, you know, know, when he started, when those games started, you actually had something to do. You're like, Oh, I, I can did. go watch. Yeah. Yeah. And, and just, you know, it was nice to not, you know, not miss something for once. Like I was always missing things, you know? And, um, so it was nice to, to participate, but now I feel like at the end of October, you know, when those two things end the chat, the paychecks and the, and the season, it's like, okay, uh, you better fucking figure some shit out. You know, I have, you know, you have a little bit of grace time. Okay. Yep. But not much, not a lot. So you better, right, but something. you can get unemployment too, right? No, cause I am employed by my, myself. I'm employed by my corporation. That's why I was able to get PPP loans. Oh, okay. Because my corporation employs me. So I yeah, but yeah, believe I got into an in-depth conversation with another comic who also is incorporated where we we're talking SBA loans. And I'm like, these young comics don't even know what's going on. Like, you know, like you have, I think you almost have to be a certain age to be, to be uh, aware that you should be incorporated, you know, so that you're eligible, you know, that, that wasn't why any of us was, it were, it was, we were just told it was cheaper. You know, you could deduct everything, but um, yeah, it, you know, especially because of the Trump taxes, they changed the way artists can deduct. So it's really, yeah. really good to incorporate if you can as soon as you're making Figure out money. how to incorporate young comics. Yeah, but Escort. We, you as well, we, we during COVID, because we had corporations, they were lo- they were giving money to businesses. So we have businesses. It wasn't it wasn't a personal loan, it was a, something to our business. And um, so it, you know that so it was so the SBA is also doing that as well. So and anyway, I uh <laughs> just want to make sure it's clear everybody know 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 where the money is yeah and i mean if you're a comic or an artist you should look into you know um having a corporation because the corporation kind of you know kind of take the hit for you sometimes you know right and be okay with firing people i wish i was good at that anyway. well i only employ myself so um I right can't fire <laughs> you got a terrible employee what <laughs> MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture Artist owned Audience supported